Welcome to the Degrees of Maternity podcast, your real dose of truth for the content creator. Episode 15 comes from the Blogging Truths Be Told series entitled, Bloggings for the Worker Ant, Part 2. What do ants do for fun? Because as far as I can tell, they're all work and no play. I mean, they aren't playing around when it comes to getting things done. Whether the worker ants are tending to the ant babies, scavenging for food, or building the nests, they have an unrelenting work ethic that keeps them on the move. Why can't people be like worker ants? You know, just be programmed to be on pretty much all of the time. Think about the amount of tasks we could get accomplished if our worker mindsets were framed that way. But wait a minute. Now that I'm carefully reflecting upon what I just said, maybe I shouldn't compare the work ethic of a human being with an ant's. Why? Well, because we could literally work ourselves to death if we wholeheartedly took on an ant working perspective. So I'll just settle for saying it would be great if people could be more like ants when it comes to the work department. That sounds more realistic, more doable, and here's why. Personally speaking, you mess with my downtime and it's going to make for a really unbalanced me. I mean, how do you feel when you have periods where it seems as if you're in a revolving cycle of uninterrupted tasks that are continuously spinning you round and round until they've dizzied every ounce of balance right out of you? All work and no play doesn't fare well in the human experience. You have to find the appropriate balance of the work on, work off dichotomy in these busy lives we live. But I'm not focusing on work-life balance in this episode. I hope you don't mind. I'm actually all about the work today. And as I promised from last time, I plan on giving you a list of work-related functions you're going to assume if you're new to blogging and don't know any better or know better and refuse to do what you need to in order to see results in the blogosphere. Either way, you've got to face the facts. Blogging ain't easy. And I'm going to paint a realistic word pictograph of what ain't easy in blogging looks like. Blogging progress requires hard work. And I must say that I'm excited to be doing another list in this episode, mainly because I haven't done a lengthy list for a while and I'm just itching to do so. I love, love, love lists. And slightly because I don't think you want to spend 30 minutes, maybe just five or so, um, listening to this episode about all the work you may find yourself doing as a blogger. Therefore, I'd like for you to sit back, relax, and take in what I'm about to say. I want you to fill in the blanks and do your own research on anything in the list that you're not familiar with as a blogger because there will come a time when you need to know about each of the items on this list and put them into practical use within the blogosphere, according to where you are in your content journey. So without further ado, here I go with the list of blogger to-dos. Number one, 
content creation and distribution. Here's where all the transactional writing process stuff takes place from the idea for the blog post all the way to the publishing of the blog post. In my opinion, this list of to-dos carries the most weight in the blogging process. All tasks center around the content. If you don't have content, you don't have a blog. And virtually all of the other task categories will become irrelevant. In this work category, you will brainstorm ideas for blog posts, research info to include in blog posts, write blog posts, edit blog posts, and publish blog posts. Number two, human resources management. The funny thing about human resources management is that you have to have people involved in order for this discipline to even be in existence. So, if you have employees or volunteers assisting you with your blogging process, then this section will most certainly apply. And if not, then you're currently on the solopreneur track and not tending to the following activities. You might in the future though, so listen up. In this work category, you will have to vet the candidates for your blogging business, perform the oversight on the whole onboarding process, take care of all employee and volunteer relations functions, such as performance appraisals, rewards and recognition, disciplinary actions outside of firing, firing, etc. Train your staff initially per the job description and for new roles and responsibilities that they assume in the future. And Perform the oversight of all the transactional and legal work associated with having staff working for your blog business, such as record keeping, audits, payroll and benefits, reporting to employment agencies, etc. Number three, information technology. Here's where you get to put your nifty computer tech skills to work. And you don't have to be a tech whiz to take on the work challenges that will arise when dealing with online platforms. In this work category, you will choose a website host and domain name registrar if going the self-hosted route, create a blog theme or choose a pre-made blog theme, <clears throat> excuse me, set up blog layout and features, whether self-hosted or not, and provide maintenance and updates, Learn how to navigate throughout the blog website in order to do the transactional work and troubleshoot problems with the operation of the content management system you're using. Number four, marketing. Well, what can I say about marketing that I haven't already said in prior episodes entitled Blogging Truths Be Told, Marketing is So Cringy and Blogging, truths be told, marketing is so cringy, part two. Well, I should probably say something nice, so here it goes. Marketing is an essential function of any successful online venture, so there's no getting around it. How's that for nice? Honestly, it's probably the next most important work category, second only to content creation and distribution. 
Marketing activities make sure that the content you create gets into the hands of the people who care about it and can benefit from it. Do marketing right and you'll find yourself on a continuous blogging growth path. In this work category, you will learn and apply content marketing strategies, learn and apply search engine optimization tactics, engage in social networking functions, learn about platform related and external advertising along with how, when, and where to use it, Establish brand recognition of your content across all the platforms you participate on. Number five, public relations. One attribute of blogging that you need to be highly aware of is its ability to form a community. This community is built up of fellow bloggers and content creators, as well as all your readers that have a vested interest in you and the content you're publishing on your blog. Not everyone will agree with your vision or encourage you in the direction you take your content creation journey on, but such is life. You have to make sure you wholeheartedly know your why and are true to what your purpose-driven mission is in your blogging. And once you let the real you hang out and consistently reveal that honesty to anyone who has an ear to receive you and your message, then your community will organically formulate over time. And once you have your community, even if it's just one or two people, make sure you nurture and cultivate it or it'll wither away over time. In this work category, you will respond to emails delivering great customer service, Respond to comments on your blog and on your social media, delivering great customer service. Collaborate with other content creators. Participate in guest posts and engage in in-person or online community events. Number six, visual artistry. This one seems self-explanatory, don't you think? Well, it's geared toward drawing people into your content by way of what appeals to their eyes. So anything you can visually create to entice people to transfer their focus, even if it's just for a few minutes or a few seconds, from everyone else's content to yours, is a welcomed opportunity and one to be continuously worked on each and every day. Paying attention to what people gravitate toward is one of those blogging truths be told that you simply can't afford to ignore. People like the visuals, so bring it on, but in an appropriate fashion, of course. No distasteful pictures allowed. In this work category, you will take pictures and edit them to work with your blog posts, Hand create or digitally create graphic images or use the images from a graphic design platform. Learn to navigate within a graphic design platform and use its pictures or graphics for your blog posts. And research the best combination of text and photo slash graphic layouts to work with search engine optimization or SEO. All right. 
I'm just about ready to wrap this episode up. Bet you're glad about that. But thank you if you're planning on listening to this episode to the end, because I really appreciate it. Anyway, I wanted to conclude with this. I'm 100% certain that I've left out some tasks that bloggers do. And if you pinpoint some more, feel free to mentally add them to this list that I've started. Let's face it, bloggers do so much. There's no shortage of tasks to keep them busy from day to day. And the format in which I laid out the work may seem quite elementary to you, my dear, but it's anything but. Blogging is complex. And finding that sweet spot where you're doing what you love, serving people in a genuine way, and seeing success from your efforts takes some concentrated trial and error, patience, and stubborn persistence. And as I look at the laundry list of tasks that I mentioned throughout this episode, the worker ant mentally comes to mind. It seems like you have to be a worker ant in order to accomplish the daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly blogging list of to-dos that just never quite go away. You'll be seeing those bad boys over and over again in a very cyclical pattern. So the sooner you learn to appreciate the blogging process with all of its glorious aspects, as well as its frustrating quirks, the better. However, I want to conclude on this note. Balance is key in anything you do because we're not programmed like robots or inherently created to function exactly like the worker ant. We can't be expected to flawlessly operate at peak work performance all of the time. We will have off days, days where we don't feel well, or days we must tend to priorities outside of the blogging agenda, or days when we need moments to rest our minds and bodies. The list goes on and on. We have a myriad of legitimate reasons for taking breaks from the grind. But we should never use our downtime, break time, to find ways to take ill-advised shortcuts in the extraordinary responsibility we have as bloggers, the honorable responsibility of affecting people in positive, thought-provoking, and life-enriching ways with our words. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Blogging Truths Be Told. And you know, my plan is to come back next time with some more blogging truths. So, until then.